The mental health epidemic is having a very tangible effect in Watertown. The hospital there found too often patients suffering from acute mental health crises were stuck in the ER waiting room when they really needed immediate attention. So Samaritan Medical Center is building a bigger emergency room. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Long Run Wealth, an SEC-registered investment advisor in Lake Placid, providing comprehensive wealth management, retirement, and financial planning solutions. LongRunWealth.com. And from SciTech Business Solutions, training and consulting services to help businesses grow. More information at CITEC.org. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Wednesday, October 18th, my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, Mama. First up, Governor Kathy Hochul is in Tel Aviv today, saying she's offering support and solidarity to people of Israel. Speaking yesterday in Washington before she flew overseas, Hochul said the attack by Hamas is deeply personal for New Yorkers, especially since New York State is home to the largest Jewish population outside of Israel. As the leader of this state, I feel compelled to go to Israel, comfort individuals who've lost loved ones, work to get humanitarian relief, show solidarity, and also make sure that humanitarian relief uh, has a pathway to help those who are affected, innocent civilians on, on both sides of the issue. Hochul plans to meet with families and staff a food pantry before heading to Jerusalem to stay overnight. Hochul said yesterday the attack on Israel and the bloodshed it caused is unforgivable, and she reiterated Israel's right to defend itself. But she said help should also go to Palestinian civilians as a humanitarian crisis unfolds in Gaza. And I want to make sure that there are pathways to get humanitarian aid, uh, as the president does, to those individuals who are suffering now. And I also, I will defend and protect every single New Yorker, whether they are exercising their right to protest, whether they uh, are on a campus, whether they are gathering in the streets of New York. President Joe Biden is also in Israel today on an urgent mission to keep the Israel-Hamas war from spiraling into a broader regional conflict. The office of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said today that limited humanitarian aid will be allowed into Gaza following a request from Biden. Canadian workers on the St. Lawrence Seaway have overwhelmingly voted to strike if they can't make a deal on a new contract by October 21st. Catherine Wheeler reports the Canadian not-for-profit that oversees the Seaway has warned it would have to shut down if workers go on strike. The Unifor union members could go on strike as early as today if the St. Lawrence Seaway Management Corporation doesn't make a deal. This is the third time the groups have sat down to negotiate a contract since the old one expired back in March. The union says workers want a pay increase. For a strike to actually occur, you know, in the modern day, this is this would be a, a big blow to the maritime industry in North America. That's Michael Folsom, an observer who runs the St. Lawrence Seaway Ship Watchers Network. Because, you know, it is a vital lane to the interstates and mid-continental Canada. So, you know, for this to, to even be a potential, it runs a, a great risk in bringing commerce to middle America. The Seaway is a system of locks and channels on the St. Lawrence River and other waterways that allow ships to go between the Atlantic Ocean and the Great Lakes. Folsom says these Canadian workers control some of those lock operations, and a long strike would mean the end for the shipping season on the seaway. Especially as Canada 
is in its prime uh, grain cargo shipping time frame. That's something that they depend on. Farmers across Canada and in the Midwest and the United States uh, depend on ship cargo to, to move their, their products. The U.S. side of the Seaway operates two locks in Messina, employing 120 people. Folsom says they're not striking, but they wouldn't be able to do much. Without access through the lock at Montreal, no ship would end up reaching the U.S. locks in Messina. So these folks in Messina kind of have kind of have their hands up in the air, I would imagine, at this point, you know, waiting to see what happens. The St. Lawrence Seaway Management Corporation has been warning ships since earlier this month that they might not be able to get in or out if there's a strike. Folsom says he thinks talks between the corporation and the union will be aggressive as the October 21st strike deadline gets closer. Catherine Wheeler, North Country Public Radio. A $2.5 million expansion at Samaritan Medical Center will almost double the number of special safe beds for mental health patients. Samaritan CEO Tom Carmen told me there's been a spike in the number of people coming to the emergency room with acute mental health crises. Pre-pandemic, we might see on average about four patients per day coming into our behavioral health unit. Uh, Since then, though, uh, beginning in 2022, uh, we began to see on average about eight patients a day. And sometimes that would peak as high as uh, 20 patients on any given day. Uh, In the summer of 2022, we actually went about 45 days that our emergency department was on psychiatric diversion because we had more than seven patients in our uh, facility. We just couldn't accommodate anymore. So uh, what do you know about why so many more patients are coming into the ER uh, looking for behavioral health um, treatment um, so many more than just a few years ago? That is a great question, and I'm not sure we have a real firm answer for that. Uh, We do believe that the pandemic has contributed to this. Uh, It could be because of the isolation of the pandemic. It could be because of the pandemic itself. Uh, There probably are many other factors as well that have have driven this. Uh, It could be uh, the rise in homelessness that that we're seeing. Uh, It could also be the rise in drug use as well. There's probably a lot of different factors, but we do not have a specific uh, reason for this uh, significant growth. And I don't think it's unique to Watertown and Jefferson County in the North Country. I think this is happening across the state and across the nation as well. One thing I noticed from your data was that uh, there were a lot more children seeking behavioral health care. What can you say about that? You're absolutely right. That is uh, something that we have seen a dramatic increase in the number of children who are seeking care. Um, I suspect this is probably more related to the pandemic, uh, probably uh, not having schools uh, in person for a long period of time, maybe the isolation that the children were experiencing as well. But it has been a significant increase. And frankly, that's a population that is more difficult for us to treat as well. Uh, for those that can uh, withstand outpatient care, we have some great services throughout the region. But for those that need inpatient care, we do not have any inpatient mental health unit beds for adolescents or children. So we have to have those patients transferred across the state. What kind of issues are people coming in with? I mean, how would you describe sort of the range of symptoms, I guess, that people come in with that are that are needing this help? We have great support in this community for uh, uh, behavioral health patients, uh, both with the programs that we run at Samaritan uh, and other community-based organizations. Uh, there's a great uh, network of programs throughout uh, Watertown, Jefferson County, and frankly, the North Country. 
But when a patient does present to a Samaritan, to the emergency department, they're generally presenting uh, as a harm to themselves or others. So they either have suicidal ideations where they might harm themselves, or they might have indicated that they would harm someone else. That's typically what brings the patient to uh, the Samaritan emergency department, um, which is why uh, even expanding uh, outpatient services is not necessarily going to solve this problem, because once they get to that stage, uh, we are really the only place that we can that can safely take care of them. That's Tom Carmen, president and CEO of Samaritan Medical Center in Watertown. From Watertown to the St. Lawrence River to our governor in Israel, NCPR is following the news that matters to you. We're in the in we're in the Adirondacks, in Plattsburgh, in St. Lawrence County, in Malone. Our reporters are local people like you who care about the people and the places they're covering. Help us keep this network of incredible journalists intact at a time when other media outlets are laying theirs off. Give as generously as you can to our fall fundraiser. Just three days left, so give now at ncpr.org give. Thanks so much. Music today by the Saranac Project of Saranac Lake and Oscar Sarmiento in Potsdam. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.